Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 313. Today we're gonna be talking about some tips for eating healthy on a budget. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about healthy eating on a budget. Just kind of like some tips and some things to think about so that you can eat a little bit better without spending a ton of money. So I'm certainly not an expert when it comes to healthy eating. And for purposes of of this episode, healthy eating can mean whatever it means to you. That might be eating only organic vegetables and grass-fed beef, or it might mean putting a little tiny piece of spinach in your smoothie. Whatever healthy eating means for you and your family, there are still things that we can do to save money in this area. It just takes a little bit of thought and planning so that you can eat in a way that makes you feel good without spending a fortune on food. So depending on the food you choose to eat, maybe spending less of a fortune because some foods are just very expensive um, and some foods are just more expensive than others. But by putting in time and planning, you can reduce that cost even with things that are more on the higher price end. So of course one of the first tips in any um, saving money on food is planning your meals. I'm a huge advocate for meal planning. Um, And even if you don't like to stick specifically um, to what you're gonna eat every single night, it can still be helpful to have an idea of what you kind of wanna make during the week because it allows you to make sure that you have the ingredients on hand to make the meals that you're gonna be eating. Even if you don't say, you know, specifically what you're gonna be making each night of the week, just having a general idea allows you to grocery shop so that you can purchase what you're gonna need. Um, Because when you don't have what you're gonna, what you need to cook the meals you wanna cook, or if you don't even know what to cook, it can be really tempting to just cook up a frozen meal or order out or, you know, whatever. When you meal plan, Um, You can decide on the types of meals that you want to be eating ahead of time, and planning ahead usually leads to healthier choices and deciding at the last minute when you're already really hungry and out of time to make the best decisions. Another thing to think about is to be mindful of when you plan to eat fresh produce. One of the most important things to consider when including fresh produce in your meals for the week is when you plan to use them. It's best to plan um, to make meals that include fresh produce as close to the time when you go food shopping as possible. And also make sure to take into consideration which produce goes bad quicker and try to plan to use those things sooner. Like for example, a head of cauliflower lasts a pretty long time, um, so maybe that could be used later in the week. But something like fresh corn, you wanna use it sooner because it tastes the best when it's freshly picked. Um, fruits that will be used as snacks and things like that that aren't like actually part of a meal, you wanna make sure that you put them where people can see them and prep them if needed. Like if something needs to be done for them to be edible, just get them prepped because there's nothing worse than finding fruit that is rotting in your fridge because of where it was placed 
um, that no one could see it or because it was not prepared in a way that people were willing to just grab it and eat it. You also want to um, prep your food. Like the more work that has been done to a food before you purchase it, the more expensive it's going to be. So doing the work yourself will allow you to buy more food for less cost. So for example, chop up the butternut squash yourself instead of purchasing the cut up chunks. Um, cut up a watermelon when you're ready to eat it instead of buying the pre-cut container. Um, in addition to being more expensive free, pre-cut fruits and vegetables, they go bad quicker. So just by buying the whole food and cutting it up yourself, you're gonna save money because it costs less because someone didn't take the time to um, cut it up for you. and it'll be less likely to go bad as quickly because once something is cut up, it really needs to be used um, more quickly. Same thing even with things like um, rice or other like things that you can purchase that are kind of um, made, made in a convenience way. Like now they have these um, like microwavable rice pouches where you just um, put like a pouch of rice in the microwave, but it only makes this like little tiny portion. And for what you're getting, if you just buy a regular bag of rice and just take the time to cook it yourself, it's such a huge difference. You'll get so much more out of just buying a bag of rice than those little pouches. So just think of some, some of the convenience foods you might be buying and see if you could possibly buy them in a more um, unprocessed way so that you could do the work yourself and eat better foods and save a lot of money on them. Even like with cheese, if you consider buy a block of cheese instead of shredding it, um, sorry, instead of um, buying shredded cheese and then just shredding it as you need it, it's gonna taste better um, and it's less expensive to do it that way too. Another thing is to freeze produce to use it later. There's many types of produce that can be saved um, from being wasted by freezing them. One of my favorite things to freeze is bananas because they're so easy to throw in a smoothie or use in a recipe. Um, so as soon as you see that they're starting to get too ripe and no one's gonna eat them, just stick them in a bag and stick them in the freezer. I've actually even, when I was in a real rush, I have taken bananas with the skin on and not even put them in a bag and literally just shove them in the freezer. Um, other times, if I have a few minutes or a few seconds really is all you really need, I'll take them out of the skin and then I'll just put them in a little Ziploc bag and then they can be more easily put into a smoothie. It's a little bit of a pain in the neck when you freeze them with the skin on, but it does come off relatively easy. I just kind of use a knife and peel it off if I need to. Um, but those are great. Um, you can also freeze fresh spinach. Um, you know, same thing like you could use bananas with. You could throw it in a smoothie. Um, bananas you could throw in a smoothie or use in like a recipe to maybe make like banana bread or like um, I have these no-bake oatmeal cookies where it's basically just like oatmeal, banana, and chocolate chips. And I think that's it. There's, I feel like there's got to be something else, but no, I think that's it. Um, I'll use frozen bananas. I'll defrost them and use it for something like that. For spinach, again, that can go in a smoothie. Um, and it's great to put in recipes. Obviously, you wouldn't want to use uh, spinach that had been frozen in something like a salad. But it's great in um, soup or a pasta dish or any other type of recipe that will be cooked that, that calls for spinach. Grapes also freeze really well and can be eaten almost kind of like a little dessert straight from the freezer. So that's another really good one to freeze. Um, and then some vegetables need to be, um, some fruits and vegetables need to be blanched first before freezing. So blanching is when you put a fruit or vegetable into boiling water for a few minutes and then rinse under cold water. 
Um, but before freezing pre fresh produce, you could just do a quick search to see if it requires blanching first. I, honestly, I try not to buy things that would need to be um, frozen in that way. Anything that's kind of like critical to be used, I make sure I use it because I don't want to be bothered with having to blanch fruits and, fruits and vegetables, but I know a lot of people do that. So if that's something that um, you might be willing to do, that's a great way to save um, fruits and vegetables uh, to make sure that you're able to use them up. Another tip for eating healthy on a budget is to have some quick meals you can make when time is tight. Because when you have a really busy day, it can be, it can be very tempting to just order in food um, or just make something random, like maybe eat snacks from the cabinet or whatever for dinner. Um, for the most part, food we cook at home is gonna be healthier than the food you order from a restaurant. Of course, it depends on what it is that you're ordering, but generally, um, if you're ordering out um, a quick meal, then it's usually gonna be um, a little bit less healthy than what you would make if it was something you were gonna prepare at home. So you can have some things um, on hand that you can make when you need to have a quick meal. Um, some things that you can even have on hand in the freezer could be things like uh, chili or pasta sauce or um, pre-made pulled pork or pulled chicken or uh, French dip. Um, cooked rice can be used in, in like a quick stir fry with frozen vegetables, um, pre-made meatballs, taco meat, um, prepared uncooked meatloaf, you just defrost it and bake it in a pan, marinated chicken or marinated steak that you could just throw on the grill. These things do require a little bit of prep ahead of time to be prepared for those quick nights, but if you, if you do that, you'll have something that you can just pull out and cook. Um, and something like chili um, or even the pulled pork or pulled chicken, you don't even really need to be too prepared in pulling them out in the morning. You can usually just kind of heat them up frozen like in a pot and just kind of keep warming it up until it defrosts and then fully heats through. And those are the kind of things that when you're cooking those meals, if you make a chili or you make pulled pork or something like that, you can save a portion and freeze it and then that way you have it set aside. Or maybe if you're making meatballs, you can make extra and freeze some. If you're making sauce, make extra and freeze some. And just by having some of those things in your freezer, those can be something that you can um, use when you have a really tight timeline um, for getting food together on a particular week or night or whatever. Um, but you do need to do a little bit of pre-planning by having those things set aside in advance and then sometimes depending on what it is you might need to take it out in the morning in preparation of that evening um, but if you just take a little time to think ahead it will give you something to eat without having to order out food which is also more costly as well as usually not being as healthy as what you're going to make at home but you do want to make sure that you use up those foods that you freeze. You don't want to make extra foods and freeze them and then not use them. So if you are not having a particularly busy time and you're not thinking of making sure you use up those quick meals, um, it's not going to be helpful because now you have food that might sit in the freezer too long. So you still just want to make sure that you plan to use those even if you're not having a particularly busy time right now. Maybe just make them for a lunch or for like a quick dinner when you just want to have an easy night. Um, you know, but you do always want to make sure that you plan to use up the food that you freeze. Otherwise, it's going to wind up going bad or getting freezer burn or whatever. And then even without freezing food in advance, there's many quick meals you can prepare instead of ordering out. Some examples might be 
um, something like breakfast for dinner or soup and grilled cheese, tacos, pasta with jarred sauce, fried rice, hamburgers. Like there's so many meals that you can cook up pretty quickly and they're gonna be healthier and more budget friendly than having to order out or making a TV dinner or something like that. Another tip is to stock up on frozen or canned vegetables when they're on sale. Um, frozen and canned vegetables are packaged at their peak of ripeness and they don't go bad unless you have them for a really long time. So you can use them any any time, any day of the week, and they do often go on sale, so you can stock up a little bit and always have some on hand. One of my favorite things to have on hand is those frozen vegetables, um, like the steam fresh kind that you can just throw in the microwave for like five minutes without really having to plan out anything at all to use them. I usually just open the freezer while I'm cooking the rest of the meal and see what vegetables I have that'll go with whatever it is I'm cooking. So those are really super convenient. Same thing with canned vegetables. You know, you could open up your cabinet and pull out a can of corn and put it in a bowl and microwave it and you're good to go. So any of those frozen or canned vegetables um, can be really great to add to meals and it's, you know, it's going to add more healthy options and it's not something that you have to make sure you use um, relatively quickly before it goes bad. Another tip is really try not to cook too much food. Um, while it's great to have leftovers, you want to make sure that they're going to be eaten. It does take time to figure out the right balance of having enough leftovers to be used for a quick lunch or leftover night without having food that won't get eaten. When we make too much food, especially if it's every time we cook, we can end up with too much food in the fridge for leftovers. And leftovers only last for so long. So if you're accumulating them too quickly, you can end up with more leftovers and can even be eaten. If you find you have too many leftovers, you can consider maybe having a leftover night to try and use them all up. Sometimes what I'll do is if I have leftovers of a side dish the night before, I will maybe just use that side dish again instead of making whatever it was I had planned to make that night. Uh, because limiting food waste as much as possible is important to eating on a healthy budget. I'm sorry, eating healthy on a budget. Because when you throw away food that you paid for, it's like you're throwing away money. So you're basically wasting money that you could be using to buy more healthy foods to eat. So you really want to be careful in balancing how much you want to cook if you do plan to have leftovers and you want to have leftovers, but not overdoing it so that you have more leftovers that can pop than what can possibly be eaten in your house. And one last tip. Don't feel pressured to make new recipes. Sometimes it can feel discouraging to cook meals at home if you feel like you need to be cooking different recipes all the time. There's nothing wrong with cooking what you like and what you know how to cook on a frequent basis. Some people make new recipes all the time and some of us just cook the basics that we know how to cook. If you like what you're eating, there's no need to feel like you need to always be trying new things. You can just consider having a basic plan for what you're gonna make and then if you choose to swap out something um, one of your standard meals for something new, you can go ahead and do that, but at least the pressure is off if you don't happen to find something that you um, that's new that you wanna try. So it's more about just making sure you have something to cook that's relatively healthy for your standards and that you like to eat um, and not always not worrying about constantly searching for new recipes all the time. So that's it for today. I hope th this was helpful. Um, don't forget you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. 
You can find blog posts for each of my episodes on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. And you can join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would really love if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see that you're listening. Also, if you could please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be so helpful to me. That is what helps the podcast audience grow because it shows my show to more people that are looking for something similar to this. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola.